Yo, what's going on, you guys? And welcome back to the Anime Plus podcast. This is your podcast for everything anime and anime related. If this is your first time here, I'm your boy A Ray, and I'm with my co-host Own. Own, say what's up, bro. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, bro. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, bro. I'm hype, bro. I'm hype. All I'm gonna say is hype. Okay, if you saw from the title of this episode, straight spoilers. We do not give a fuck. This is AOT time. AOT has finally ended. We're gonna talk about it. If you watched it, tune in. If you haven't, get the fuck out real quick. That's all I'm gonna say. That's how I'm gonna preface this. This is straight action. This is raw dog moments. We're gonna talk about <laughs> AOT, and we're gonna talk about everything we loved, everything we disliked, our experience, and how we interpreted the ending. I know everyone has their own little version of how they saw it. If they saw Aaron as a bad guy, saw Aaron as a good guy. Um, there's a lot of spec like different perspectives of this so we'll tell you what ours is and definitely tell us um what yours are in the discord we'll leave the description down below um it's a very good place for you know for you guys to communicate with us to communicate with anyone in the community and also to find uh, like-minded people that you know um will watch the same animes as you and people that you could just generally talk about anime with we're trying to build the biggest anime community ever and uh, even even now, people in our community had watch parties going on for Attack on Titan. Shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all so much. And yeah, let's get into it, bro. Yeah, no, honestly, man, this is our raw emotions, like how exactly how we're feeling. I know for me personally, I try to stay out of our Discord just for this so we can record this pod. We're recording this literally maybe an hour or two after um, after watching it. But uh, yeah, I want to get our raw emotions and then we'll hop into Discord. But because honestly, man, there's so many different interpretations. I think we should start with like how we ended up watching it, though, right? Like our experience, right? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a great experience. Do you want do you want to go through it or should I run through it? Yeah, yeah. So like, I'll just say that we I popped out to um Owen's area. Um, obviously we do these pods over Zoom for the time being. You know, we're gonna pop out link up together later on. But I popped out to his crib. Um, and then we went to one of our friends' um, crib, and yeah, I want to I want to take it from here, bro. This shit, honestly, bro, this shit is kind of lit, bro. All right, so basically, imagine like so AOT in the U.S. I don't know about in Japan, but AOT in the U.S. was not in theaters at all. Mm-hmm. But um, shout out to my boy, he had a whole uh, home theater in his crib, and we watched it with a couple of our friends, about like eight eight, eight of us, and everyone uh, everyone watched the AOT so it was a it was a good time and it was sick for the it was, this was the first time I ever watched anime on like a a movie type screen other than like uh, a uh, a like a demon slayer movie or something and I don't think I watched a demon slayer movie actually JJK the only movie I watched for anime was JJK and I'm not gonna lie I slept through it but um <laughs> I know it's gonna get mad people tight <laughs> but yeah it was a crazy experience um it was everyone it was like the raw emotions that were going on during the actual show i thought it was kind of gonna get killed in the beginning because like you have a lot of people watching it together and you know some people talk some people some people uh, you know it kind of messes it up but when stuff got serious i swear to god it was pin drop silence in there and you heard everything that was going on and it was literally amazing the experience was something that i've never felt before and even after we watched it. We had a we had a, like a quick little discussion on it, and um, we really cleared everything up for for the people that were watching, basically. But yeah, yeah generally it was an amazing uh, experience, and 
Yeah, bro. I'm hype. Thanks, bro. Wait, before we get into it though, real talk though, what was your favorite part about watching it in that that uh, home theater? My favorite part watching that home theater was definitely the sound system. Like, yeah. bro, I felt like I was in, like, I was at the, I was on, like, I was on like a Titan, or I was like, it was such the sound system because the sound, the speakers were like right behind us, and right. it was basically just like booming into our ears so it felt very immersive when watching it and normally like i watch anime on like not even a tv bro i'll watch it on my phone or i'll watch it on my laptop to be honest and or my pc but i really don't get that type of immersive um feeling and the closest maybe is when i have my headset on but this was just a whole different dynamic bro it was insane thanks bro so first of all man the sound system was absolutely fire bro like when they were like, I'm not gonna, uh, yeah, we're we're spoiling, right? It doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, bro, we go all out, bro, go all out. The, the first part when you know when Yakupon was flying on the plane, I was like, oh shit, because you could feel like obviously you can't feel it, but you can hear it, and it kind of sounds like you're in a plane. Um, so that was the first thing, and I was like, ah, this shit about get lit. Um, the second thing is, bro, I was I was kind of tripping a little bit because I watched AOT with my wife, and uh, she didn't come on this trip with me, so she didn't pop out. But I was like, ah man, do I gotta lie to her? But uh, yeah. At the end of the day, you let me, watch, bro. Mad loyal. I thought it was gonna be either. I I was watching. Reg- no, like no, like regardless. But I'm watching this regardless with the boys. You feel me? It was just a matter of do I tell her or do I act like I didn't watch it and then you know make some fake ass um expressions when I do watch it with her. But either way, that shit was fun as hell. But yeah. Uh, now was- she came in clutch. She came in clutch and she was like, yo. Watch it with the boys and whatnot, and it was a fucking amazing time, bro. Yeah, but bro. yeah, yo, let's get into the actual meats and potatoes of what was going on in AOT and how we interpreted the ending and what we thought of the ending. So, um, you want to go first? You want you want your perspective we're going, first? We're going straight to the ending. I just want just just a okay, okay, because the ending is the most important part. I think just. Just that very ending, the last portion. We'll we'll get into the dis- the details of the whole thing. I think we should start off with how it ended and what we thought of just the ending, like just that end part of if did Aaron make a good decision? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. For me, I've been saying this since the very beginning. One of the reasons why I really mess with Aaron is because he makes the show so entertaining. It's kind of like Death Note, where obviously Light is not the like technically you can say he's not the hero. Um. And there's some moral uh, injustices going on, which is, like, obvious. But for me, I like when shit happens in the show because obviously it's not real. But whatever is most entertaining is what I fuck with the most. And that's why I was rocking with Aaron all the way because everything he was doing, I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Bro is built different. He's acting like he's acting a fool. Like he's going crazy. And that that was the most entertaining thing for me. So whatever the most entertaining outcome is the one that I was rooting for. And I, I mean, it was your question, like whether or not he made a good decision or a bad decision. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, do you do you, do you think that? Okay, so just uh, let me word this differently, right? Um, did he make a good decision in? Okay, in general, do you think he made a good decision? That's one thing, right? But do you think that his decision was good for the show, like the way the show played yeah. out? It was interesting because that's two different like qu- questions, basically. Yeah. Uh, for the show, hell yeah, entertaining, bro. That this is what I wanted, bro. Like, I know some people don't like it, 
but I I totally enjoyed it because I wanted to see some hectic shit. I wanted to see some crazy out of pocket shit, and I got that. So I hundred percent agreed that you know it was good for the show. Whatever Aaron Aaron's character was like, so I I, I loved I loved it. I mean, for me, bro, like the okay. So his decision. Let's let's go over the general decision that he made, right? So, um, at the end of Attack on Titan, his so his possibilities, right? He had a couple of possibilities that he could have that could have happened, right? The first possibility was he goes with Zeke's plan and they just kill off all the aliens, you know, self-sacrifice, and everybody else lives, right? But that means in the future, there will never be Eldians, ever. That's the, the race is completely gone. So that's one, one scenario, right? Then we have the second scenario where he um kills off 80% of the world, keeps the Eldians, destroys the Titan power, and re- basically puts a restart button on the world. But killing 80% of the population um, while he does it. So those are the the two options. And I would say definitely if they chose the first option, like it's better, like it's more moral technically, but I don't think it would, it's not good for the, it wasn't good for the show at all. I think this, this second, like the decision he made, made the show so crazy because of the way he acted throughout season four it's it was like we didn't know what the dude was thinking the whole time and we didn't know like we didn't know how deep he was in it like we didn't know how deep he was in it and how much of a facade of a facade he had to put on since the second he kissed historia's hand the dude had to put on a facade for the whole time like he was bullshitting his ass off to every single person even though we know inside Eren, you know, at the end when Eren was like, oh, I I wanted to live. He said he never wanted to die. He never wanted anyone to feel that pain. He didn't want, uh, he wanted to be with Mikasa. Like he said all these things and he's a human after all. Right. And we, we just saw him as this cold-blooded, you know, genocidal, suicidal maniac that wants to kill himself, but also wants to kill the entire world. But we didn't know why. And we didn't know the whole story. And that was always just like, it was so puzzling. And that's why, that's what made it so good because it kind of put the audience at polar opposites. People were like, nah, screw this guy. Screw this guy, Aaron. He's killing everybody. And then the other side is like, yeah, I mean, we do get it that his friends, you know, have been treated like literal cattle. They've been just killed. They've been, they get, they're, they're portrayed and seen as literal devils by the whole world. And do they really get to deserve that? Even though they haven't really done anything but suffer and really just go through incredible trials and tribulations since the beginning of the show. Do they really deserve that? And that's the whole, that's the whole um, dividing factor. And this last episode really just gave us all the context that we needed to justify, to kind of justify his actions, even though some people would say it's not justifiable, but um, yeah, that, that this last episode really gave us all that context, but in general, I'll, this is what I'll say about, his decision and why I think it's so good. <clears throat> okay, yes, he did. Yes, he did kill eighty percent of the population. Right, the fact that that happened is very tragic. But if you look at the overall situation, I'm not saying killing eighty percent of the population <laughs> is good. But what what he thought of it is the way he saw it is okay. the The way human evolution, human like the way life this life cycle goes is that conflict is always going to appear regardless of there's titans regardless of how the technology is 
there's been conflict since people throwing stones and rocks at each other to now there's missile strikes and you know cyber attacks like the type of conflicts are very different but the fact of the matter is that conflict between humans is always something that is going to happen and i think that was very emphasized at the last portion of um aot if you guys did not watch the the cutting scene or like where they where they showed like the directors or whatever um and they showed that little square at the top, at the bottom right and how the world progressed after Aaron died that was huge if you didn't watch that part rewatch that part because the context of that even though it's such a small portion of the show it shows that even after Aaron died and there was no there was no titans no like there was Eldians and Marlians whatnot there were still um wars life was progressing you saw all the buildings getting bigger technology was progressing but yet again everything got um kind of blasted to smithereens again when um you know the plane crashed into the building there was like rockets and um you know basically missile warfare happening basically leveling everything and i would say that's even more detrimental to the world than titans can ever be like nuke like okay one titan which was <clears throat> armin right he had uh, the colossal titan that's one nuke and now we have countries that have hundreds and or if not thousands of nukes which is basically can kill the whole world so that's what that's kind of what erin um figured was going to happen so instead of there being a world of non eldians and that happening regardless he was like let there still be a world with eldians and that's going to happen regardless so yeah that's like that's that's that sums up like his decision on why he made it because the human cycle keeps on going but yeah what do you think about that i you kind of just sparked something in my head real real quick low key bro it doesn't really matter what his decision was because at the end of the day they still went to war you know what i mean like and even if the titans were around honestly like they 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 had a scene where uh they showed um well, this wasn't the whole season. This is like the whole season where Titans were getting clapped by missiles and rocket launchers and all that stuff. So, like, honestly, man, it, did it really matter if he did all that? Like, all he really did was just clap 80% of the people. Like, I, I mean, I guess he saved his friends and whatnot, but I don't know, man. I feel like at the end of the day, this the outcome was the same. Like, everyone basically, like, a good amount of people died because of war. Like, uh, again, this is looking at the credits. Um, and we have to assume a lot from what happened. Uh, it might have just been one area, but, I mean, I highly doubt that. It probably was the whole world was just at war with themselves. Um, and if you remember, you know, um, the original people in Paradise Island, like, you could see them starting to, to uh, develop some military strength. They showed, like, a, a small little scene with that. So, I mean that kind of makes us all presume that they they basically went into a war all out war so i mean if aaron's goal was for the world to not have war then he obviously that it was meaningless because that's exactly what happened but i don't really think that was his true objective i think his true objective was for his friends to to live and maybe prevent them from going to war but i don't really think he gave a fuck about um all the people after him man um maybe maybe like the titans and whatnot but i don't think he would fuck because you know war war is gonna happen and i guess maybe the the silver lining behind this entire series is no matter what happens no matter what tools weapons philosophies or whatever that it is that we, we all have war is always gonna happen i guess it's i guess the silver lining is it's war is human nature 
Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know, man. But I don't know if it was like worth it. But so 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 this is so this is the thing, right? Um, he wanted there to be an like he knew that yes, yeah, obviously there's gonna be wars in the future, and he that's why he that's why he did what he did. That's why he killed the eighty percent because he was like the population is still gonna rise afterwards, and then it's gonna be the same exact thing that's gonna happen. So let me save my friends because regardless of whatever happens, there will still be wars afterwards. You know what I mean? So his whole goal was just to keep the Eldian race alive because they had nothing to do with like Ymir and becoming like them becoming uh basically portrayed as as devils. Like they never had anything to do with it. So like his whole thing was basically wars are going to happen. So I might as well save my friends. That's 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 the whole thing. Um, We were getting to a point where, you know, as you said, that technology was getting um crazier than even the titan powers right but that would have mean like if if eren didn't do anything that would have meant that the whole eldian race would have gotten demolished immediately like within the next five years so right. he had to make that decision his future self had to make that decision right for them right then and there like if he doesn't do that now the eldian race within five to ten years will be completely demolished no matter what you know what i mean so that's why him making that decision then was perfect for for his for his you know ideologies and whatnot. Yeah. Uh with, with that being said, did you like that? Because it's like So I liked it. I liked it. I liked it because first of all, it gives a very untraditional ending to an anime. We see animes where the MC is, you know, the hero, he's the guy that saved everyone, he's the guy that gets to live and live a peaceful life and whatnot, and he's cheered on. But at the end, as the audience, we know, and only we know, right? Us and the Eldians. Because that's what makes it so good. It makes us feel like we're Eldians. That show, like the way they, they portray it, it makes us feel like we're Eldians. Because at the end of the show, only the Eldians knew what really happened. Only the Eldians knew, those select few Eldians knew that Eren was a good guy. He did this only for them. He spoke to them the whole time while doing it, but erased their memories. So he was going through it the whole time. He showed emotion through it the whole time. Even when he was talking to Armin as a kid, even when he was talking to Armin when he was a bit older, like he was speaking to them. He spoke to every single one of them, except Peek. He spoke to all of them, but Peek. And um, it, it was also as if he spoke to us and and everybody else in the world, the, the other 80% or... Uh, now 20%, but still 80% of the world um, didn't know anything. They still don't know that Eren's a bad guy. Eren portrayed himself as the scapegoat so his friends could be heroes, could right. be seen as heroes. And nobody knows that. Nobody knows that Eren was actually the good guy in this situation. And that's why I love it so much because the MC only gets the recognition from us as fans and he does not get the recognition from the world that he's in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this is something that probably everyone listening to this has seen this um, meme where it's like, yo, uh, comparing, things, comparing this to Naruto where it's like Itachi decided to make himself a villain to save his village. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah, it was like literally like the perfect yeah. analogy right there. Like exactly. nobody knows that Itachi really saved the village except a select few people that really know what, what was going on. And this is the same thing with Eren. And this is he's the MC this time. Right. 
And the thing is, we didn't know that until the last second. It's like, yo, they they kept and they kept portraying him as the bad guy. They kept portraying him as the bad guy for the whole time until the very last scenes where he's talking to Armin and he's talking to like Mikasa, but Mikasa made her own decision. That was that was the part that correlated with Ymir where she couldn't make that decision to um you know, basically not follow King Fritz's will. And Mikasa went went against her own will and just defied defied um um Eren. That was something that Ymir could not do. And that's what broke the cycle. After two thousand years, that broke the cycle of an Ackerman or someone that's fully in love with the Founding Titan and him killing like killing off the Founding Titan. But but yeah, just generally it was such it was if it made us feel like we were Eldians. That's the best that's the best way I could say it and that's I feel like that's what everybody feels or most people feel honestly when I watched the anime when I watched the ending and uh you know we've heard from like many people because um the manga has been ended for for a very long time so we know that people hated the ending some a group of people or I don't know was it a minority or was it a majority it was was a majority but honestly man I will talk about our thoughts later on but yeah it was a majority of people that did that dislike the ending. Yeah, so that really confused me because I don't understand why they don't like the ending. Like, it makes no sense to me because I feel like, okay, I feel like this is how AOT, the fabric of AOT is, right? I feel like, um, I feel like the author just kept throwing shit at us and we didn't know what the hell was going on, but we he gave us just enough that we could piece together what's going on. But at the end, he gave us the whole, like the whole cloth. He gave us everything, and he made he knitted everything together. Like we had fragments of here, we had fragments here, we had fragments there. But that last episode really just connected everything together and made sense of the whole thing. And I think the only thing that you could say is you could you could dislike is him not him killing eighty percent of like his decision. The the decision is what you could hate. But for the show itself, I think this is, the decision made the show very interesting. Yeah, I think that, to be honest, a lot of people just dislike the whole uh, Mikasa part, if if I'm not wrong, um, which we can talk on that if you want to own. Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, yo, like, my perspective of Mikasa changed immediately, immediately once, once, um, once I, once I kind of connected the dots, because if Mikasa gave in right to Eren and did not you know uh like if she fell for him and she she was like fuck it like we're gonna fall in love if you saw Eren he wanted that to happen right right and we don't know maybe Eren you know would have came to it and fell in love with her and this would have never happened the fact of the matter is Mikasa is one of the mentally strongest people in that show and she is the reason why that that this even occurred that the titan that this even happened mikasa is the standing factor that caused this to cause the ending to be the the way it was basically and I, res- I i really respect mikasa for it and i'm not gonna lie for the first four seasons i was like why is she just Eren's slave why can't she just and Eren was literally like telling her i do not mess with you just get away from me why are you always following me like a dog? Like he didn't say those exact words, but 
that's basically what he was telling her in season four. Like, what are you doing? Why are you so obsessed with me? Like, get away from me. And that, like, kills. Imagine you love somebody and they say that to you. But Aaron said that so she can, so she could, so she deters from him and she just gets away from him. And Aaron was doing the right thing. But at the time, we didn't know that. We didn't know why Aaron was doing that. And we didn't know if it was the right thing. But the fact that Mikasa's mental strength was so high, it it really just changed my perspective of her at the at the end of the at the end of the show, and she is now one of my favorite characters, honestly. I actually have a slightly small smaller uh, hateful take on that. Listen. Yeah, no, no, I fuck I fuck with Mikasa like with, with what she did, but I feel like she was also a kind of a NPC. Not NPC, but like a not the best well written character. Just because, first of all, like you said, she was kind of like Aaron's little dog, like little bitch following him around, whatever. Which is fair. I mean, if you love somebody, you're gonna do whatever you want. Like you're gonna do everything you can for that person, right? But I felt like if she wasn't strong, like as as like you know, if she wasn't clapping titans the way that she is, she was. I feel like nobody would really mess with her like that. Because, bro, Loki, this is she gives me Sakura vibes. If Sakura wasn't strong, bro. You know what I mean? If she wasn't strong, like, I don't know, man. It, it To me, it all came down to that final decision. If she didn't make that decision and she didn't do what she had to do, I feel like she would have been the biggest L character. I'm not going to lie, man. Yeah. Small little hot take, bro, but I, I, did, I do mess with her, though, just uh, for clarification. No, definitely. I mean, that's the exact thing I had. That's the exact, like, yeah, um, we're, we're, mindset I had for her. I was like, these four seasons, she's just been a bitch the whole time. Like, like are we going to get something out of her? But that last scene makes you recollect everything that she's done. And it goes like, bro, if she just came to her her like love, then then this whole show would have been done. It would have been it would have been beat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like Aaron would have never went through with whatever he went through with. Um that's why like that's why I love it so much. And that's why I love the author so much. He made us hate both of the these two main characters. For so long, like obviously we loved Aaron in the beginning, right? Yeah. But then we got to a point where it it changed. That changed. I was and still riding with my boy. I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. I was riding with my boy too, <laughs> because I didn't really care. Like, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. I didn't care about the people dying, but <laughs> I was I was riding with my boy too because I knew there was something in the back of his head. I was like, there's no way that Aaron just killing people for no reason. Like, I knew that there was something bigger. I'm not going to say I, like, obviously this whole thing caught me off guard. Like, we didn't know any of this stuff, right? But I knew that there was a bigger mission for Aaron and he wasn't just doing this to 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 just end everybody. That that made no sense. Aaron was the person that, that like, he wanted to fight for freedom. He wanted freedom, but he, like, he, when he was a kid, he was never that type of person that, mm-hmm. like, uh, wanted to kill the whole world and was this hateful, spiteful spiteful dude he was always the guy that was kind of encouraging people and you know being that type of cheerful person so i was like how do you change so so drastically so quickly right so i, I didn't really like believe it when he he went a wall for a bit but oh. um but yeah the fact that like uh his name is haji what, what's his name hajime isiyama okay hajime isiyama right like i'm just gonna say isiyama so the way isiyama made us really hate mikasa and then at the end switch it up and like gave her all the respect she deserved. Like I love him for that. And the same thing he did with Aaron. Like we hated like most people. I'm not saying me, but personally, but most <laughs> people hated him because we really didn't know what was going on. And then he just swooped in and literally gave Aaron the biggest like award and the biggest like 
self-sacrificial moment in anime history. Like the self-sacrifice that Eren made was incredible. And I love Isayama for that, for keeping us in the dark. Like he kept us in the dark for so long, but he gave us just enough that we could go on with the story. And then at the end, he was like, this is what actually happened. And like Eren is actually a G. Like, yeah, it was just perfect, bro. It was a perfect ending. Like, for me, I couldn't ask for a better ending. Like, he wrote it so well. And I don't understand why people hate it. Like, I just don't. Same. All right, so we're we're pretty much in agreement that we we mess with the ending. We love Aaron's decision. So we're 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 pretty got off here. Um, I have actually a couple other things that I'm gonna ask you because there's just so much like information and so much things that happen that even though it was only on the screen for a couple of seconds, we gotta cover it. So First one right here. What are your thoughts on uh, Mikasa? Like after the whole the whole ordeal, like you see her getting buried. Do you think she ended up with another dude, or do you think she just died there? So, so in the in the ending scenes, right, we see Mikasa visit Eren's grave, yep. and we see her with. Uh, so the way I saw it is, as I I saw her with one other person right, standing yep. next to her, yep. and then I saw four people or five people in the back, which I would assume is. The whole squad, right? I would assume is either the squad, either the squad or her family. Okay. I don't, we don't know who that is, right? right. Okay. So, w- the way I interpret it is that yes, maybe Mikasa did what Aaron wanted and she she got like the second the person next to her could have been Armin, we don't know, right. or it could have been her wife, her, her husband. And I assume that it's her husband, even though that goes against Mikasa's traditional you know, love for Eren. I think um, after, after, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. But I do think, I do think that she wanted to fulfill Eren's wish and get a family and like live her life the way she should have lived her life. I'll play play devil's advocate here. Um, So we can say that's one way. Um, And again, I guess this is another thing that's left for interpretation. I saw this fan theory that somebody just sent in our discord. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of read through it and it makes sense to me. Um, so that's one theory, your theory. The other theory is she had, so you can see her head um, when, when she was being buried. All right. She had no wedding ring. So that's, that's one sign. She didn't, Ooh, I didn't catch on to that. Damn. Okay. She never removed the bandage on her wrist um, of that crest. So that's another thing. Third, she had a white flower, which was placed during her death, which symbolizes purity and virginity. Um, and obviously you can mention those four people behind her. I mean, that could have been just Armin in the squad. You feel me? Yeah, but, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't, I didn't know the part of the the ring part. Actually, that's 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 crazy. Yeah, I mean, looking at it from that perspective, you can definitely. But okay, so we see, we do know that there was somebody next to next to Mikasa though, and that could have been Armin. That could have been Armin for sure. Then and the squad behind them. I don't know. I gotta relook into that picture. I I really gotta relook into that picture. I'm gonna make a video about that. I like the way they did it just because you can leave that to interpretation. If you want to say that Mikasa mad loyal and staying with, um, you know, Aaron, even though he's dead, you know, staying, you know, whatever. I I mean, that's one cool theory. The other is like, obviously she listened to Aaron's will and got a whole family and whatnot. So uh, if you were rocking with Jean, cause remember Jean had a crush on her. So, I mean, either way you, you can't, you can just leave it to your interpretation and enjoy it however you like. Well, so I kind of, I kind of miss with that. I'm not going to lie. No, yeah. I mean, it's it even though such a small aspect, 
he really gives us so much within that little it's a two second scene like we see them just just there for a second and then it's a whole nother you know something else happens but the way isiyama really gives so much uh for us to interpret it's 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 honestly mind-blowing and that was such a crazy scene i do think that maybe so the, the way i want to interpret it i want to interpret it is that she did get wed and she had a family and there's more Ackerman in the world now. Uh, and not just I'm a rock huh? with, I'm a rock with the other side of the argument. <laughs> you know? It's it's tragic, bro. I like tragedy tragedy, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I feel you, I feel you. Also, that show loyalty. I don't know, it, it could show loyalty to Erin, but it could also show loyalty to Erin the on the other side that she actually went through Erin's wishes and she said said she, that that like Aaron wanted her to live this type of life, a good life. So maybe she she Yo, affected his wishes. I'm gonna hold you on here. We're gonna take a break, and I think we might make this a two-parter just because there's so much more to cover. Definitely. All right. So I guess we'll catch you guys in part two. Yep. All right. Peace. Peace.